Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We recap Paula's birthday. Was it once again a disaster? Of course it was. Also, cheerleading is underway, and we had our first competition over the weekend. I recapped that. And then we have your ugly and awkward moments of the week, the pet edition. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. My anal muscles are strong. Paula. Have a good night snuggling with your kitty. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 328. Welcome. We are sisters who podcast. Oh, yes, we are sisters who podcast. We didn't say that last time because I was singing happy birthday. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I didn't give you the opportunity to uh, tell everybody that we are sisters who podcast. But anyway, welcome to the ugly truth. Post Paula's big day. I have it on the outline different, but we're just going to talk about your birthday really quick because your family uh, made an attempt to celebrate it with you (laughs) over the weekend. Your birthday was officially Monday the 3rd. Mm -hmm. This was a milestone birthday. Yes. You're going to give me the highlights, the positives of a pseudo negative event. Yes. Give me the basic complaint. Victor had asked me if there was a if for my birthday, if they could do a couple of things on Sunday. And right. I said, because these things weren't going to be able to be done on Monday. The actual birthday. On my actual birthday. And I'm like, right. yeah, that's fine. So I they let me sleep in on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I wake up, I come out, and everyone screams happy birthday. And Aww. they were making breakfast and everything like that. Cool. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And then the next thing I know... We had celebrated my whole birthday on Sunday. The day before your actual birthday. (laughs) The day before my actual birthday. And I didn't know why. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be ungrateful because, you know, of course everyone's grateful for, you know, being celebrated and getting presents and everyone going out of their way to be super nice and all that stuff. But like towards the end of the day, I asked Victor, I'm like, was there a reason we celebrated my birthday today? And... Mm -hmm. You know, he just said, well, the kids are going to be in school tomorrow. And I'm like, they get out at like two. Yeah. It's not like that. It's not like they're coming home at, you know, the stroke of 10. Well, that's what I told him. I'm like, it's not like they live across the country or something like that. And so yes. anyways, a giant fight later, the next day mm-hmm. was my birthday. I wound up laying on the couch in my pajamas with a blanket until about four o'clock because I was so depressed oh. about not just my birthday, like from the day before, but just about life. Because, yeah. you know, you, you do self-reflect on where you are and Absolutely. what's going on. And, yes. And I just, you know, I was angry about everyone. And mm-hmm. it just, it happened. You have two children with Victor. You guys have been in you've been cohabitating or you've been together you're whether it's been married or or just together or whatever for for long enough that it should be ingrained at this point what makes you happy when it comes to things like your birthday and victor and i will only use this language this one time regardless of my personal feelings he has never ever pulled off a birthday flawlessly for you ever 
we have had more discussions about how he fucks up your birthday than this podcast is has been airing. <laughs> it's true. I mean, do you recall when you turned 30 10 years ago when he gave you a picture frame at midnight? That was part of the argument that we had. Yeah. Well, so I'm not off base then. No, he went, he continued to defend that. Well, he can defend it till he dies. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. And the fact that you can bring it up a decade later should give him some idea that perhaps he's just not very good at this. And note about that frame, it was actually the day before my birthday that he gave it to me. <laughs> Why is he unwilling or unable to allow you a day? Wasn't, wasn't wrapped and no card. And yes, yeah, that was it. Side note, Daryl gave me a gift once that he bought me. He brought it home in the bag and threw it at me. Not violently. He tossed it on the bed. I was sitting on the bed doing something and he walked in after work and he tossed it on the bed in its bag. And I go, what is this? He goes, oh, I just thought I'd get you a little something. And I'm like, who are you? And why would you ever present me with a gift like this? That happened almost a decade ago. And if I'd mentioned it, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) He's like, Jamie, it was a purse you wanted. I'm like, yeah. But you threw the TJ Maxx bag with the receipt in it onto my my lap like it was just garbage. I was furious. So I what I'm saying is I understand. Yeah. So with all of that being said, it was funny because I would say it was yesterday. It was midday and I hadn't heard from you, which was weird because I had obviously posted on social media how excited I was that you are one of my favorite people Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff and I was looking for the perfect picture and you know I was going through all of that and it, and you didn't acknowledge it because you were obviously self-reflecting yesterday mm-hmm. and I turned to Daryl about three o'clock and I said do you think I should send flowers or something like do you think I need to do something because I feel like this isn't enough and and I'm concerned because I know if it's a special day in your life for you personally mm-hmm. you like to be honored and celebrated some people don't some people do If this is the day that you're going to have and you get one a year, you want that day to be honored. Everyone who loves you knows what that means. It means jewelry, (laughs) uh, you know, on the day celebrating, a dinner out, whatever, whatever you have hinted or give literally given explicit instructions for. That is what you want. And it's almost like he goes out of his way to do the opposite. And Ryan even asked me last week, he's like, what do you want for Mother's Day? And I'm like, oh, just get me some roses. And there was never roses. What's funny is that he would remember. Oh, you mean for your birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What did yeah. I say? Mother's Day. Oh, sorry. I was thinking which of is, Mother's Day. Which is the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, some people like, you know, I know people who like to celebrate their birthday for a week. I know people who like me who want no acknowledgement. I know people like you where it's like if you, you know, when if you ask what I want, then I'm going to go through the effort to think about it, even though I shouldn't have to, because you know me well enough to know what I want. I mean, I don't want anything crazy. I just want it simple. You know, well, you just want to be if you're going to if they're going to go through the effort of asking you how you want to be honored, the least they could do is actually do it. Right. Oh, and what did I predict? I'm positive I predicted the last show that I was going to get. <laughs> so um, he didn't say, so what are you thinking you want to do for your birthday? He didn't say that exactly. Yeah. But he said, I'm taking the kids shopping 
to get gifts for your birthday. What direction do you want me to point them? Mm -hmm. So I said to him, I said, Victor, I said, I'm not telling them what to buy me for my birthday. Right. I'm not doing it. No, because you're, you're, it is your thought that they should know by now. And I told him that I said, after 14 years, I said, you should know. Yeah. It's like, and then that's when you start questioning everything. That's when you lay on the couch till four o'clock in the afternoon going, what, what have I done with my life? What is this? Like, why am I here? Yeah. Are you upset with me that I didn't send flowers or anything? No, Jamie, you took me to Las Vegas for Christ's sake. I know, but I just want to make sure because I don't want to be a part of the frustration because I was too flippant about birthdays or because I do know you and I do know how important they are to you. If you're go if a loved one wants to celebrate it, you're like, yes, on my actual birthday, please. You know, and it's not a selfish thing by any means. Well, and that's so. the thing is, is like, I just, I felt kind of like an asshole because I'm just like, maybe I'm being ungrateful. You're you not. Know? No, you're not being ungrateful. I just, I, it, I just truly couldn't conceptualize why we were celebrating my birthday the day before because I, there were no restrictions on Monday. I would have been like, I, I'm so sorry that celebrating my day of birth is such an inconvenience on a Monday. You know, I didn't understand. I don't either. It's like what they can't wake up and give me their birthday cards before they go to school on Monday when I'm up anyway. I mean, like there's so many there's so many things anyway. So welcome to the new age square on surveys. Mm -hmm. I have all the faith in the world that this new year will be a 100 times better. You. One would hope so. It will. I know it will. I have all the confidence in the world. You're an UG. There's no, it's not possible. Basically, <laughs> nothing can stop you now. So it's going to be fine. Changing subjects. Malia, our senior in high school, she is on competitive cheerleading mm -hmm. through her school. And they had their first competition this last weekend. Anyway, so um, she had to be at this competition on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Yuck. It's two, It's a two a solid two-hour drive from where we live. So, uh, of course, because Malia and I are not morning people, Daryl immediately said, so we're getting a hotel on Friday night. We're going to drive down the night before. And I said, yes. So he drove down the night before. And luckily, there are so many hotels. And because of where we were staying, it was not some astronomical rate. It mm -hmm. was actually quite reasonable. Good. So, uh, and this one wasn't one of the nicer ones. I actually have quite a few complaints about the place we stayed. You know those hotels where they try to be super modern? And like, they're, you know, there's neon lights and there's all these cool, strange furniture. And <clears throat> when you order room service, a robot delivers it. What? Yeah. I've never it, heard. That would scare the shit out of me. Well, it scared the crap out of me. I mean, first of all, I would never order room service at this hotel, but it, it's not a place you would stay for very long. It's basically used for what we used it for. There was a lot of, you know, if you're if you're going to a conference or something like that, that's where you're staying for the right. night or whatever. Okay. They did have a huge bar. And so there was a lot of drunkards, you know, drunk Silicon Valley people in the lounge when we got there because we got there at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. You got, I guess you guys didn't leave as early as you had hoped. Well, Malia had cheer practice. Why did they do that? I don't know. I understand why, but we were kind of hoping that they would end it early. They should have <laughs> just didn't. done like a little half an hour and told them about, well, you know, what's going on and where they're right. going to meet and that's it. Yeah, I know. That's what we thought too. But anyway, so it was the full practice. So we didn't get there till after 10, which was fine. 
we were just using it to sleep and not have to drive, you know, at 5 a.m. to get to this place. Right. So we we arrive. The rooms just they're they're very I don't know how there's no there's no warmness to them. They're all very cold. So everything's straight edge, you know, dark and, you know, it's very stark. And there's nothing wrong with that decor. It's obviously very mass. It's just very masculine. Mm-hmm. So Daryl's like, I don't know. I think these places are pretty nice. But when I don't know if you're this way about hotels, but I start kind of like looking around to see how nice is it really. You can kind of tell. Like this one had a, a little bar area with a sink and a coffee maker. By the way, it had the old school coffee makers. So no Keurig or anything. So it's like you have to put the packet into the tiny oh, little coffee okay. maker. And I'm like... No, you don't. You don't eat or drink out of those because people wash their underwear in those. They are you joking me? No, we talked about this. Like, well, this has been a while, but people like housekeepers, they'll say you'd be amazed how uh, inventive people will be when it comes to the things that are in a hotel. For example, uh, they will wash their underwear in coffee makers because it gets super duper hot and you can basically wash your underwear in them. Because the water gets so hot in a coffee maker. So they'll... Those coffee makers are like four cups. I mean, like... Well, one, a pair of underwear is all you need. Well, I'm just thinking a man's underwear. My God. Oh. They'd never fit in there. Okay, first of all, you and I both know men will just wear them inside out. <laughs> they will not actually wash anything. That's true. But women, no matter how large the pair of underwear, women's underwear is much Still, thinner and true. delicate. So they can wash them in there. Gross. And I'm so when I saw that, I said, well, I guess we're not getting coffee tomorrow morning. I will just go downstairs. We'll just go downstairs and get it from the bar. She probably read that tip on goop.com. Probably. And then you make a nice tea after it. <laughs> God, my mouth is watering. Shut up. That's gross. <laughs> so I said, well, no coffee. And then I look and there's a little mini fridge and the mini fridge has a huge dent and crack in the facade. Someone obviously kicked it. Oh. And I so and then I'm in the bathroom. Okay, well, the bathroom's really clean. But Malia went in there because she needed a shower because she'd had practice that mm-hmm. day. And one of the towels was stained with lipstick. Like they didn't bleach it or pull it out of rotation. So she said it was like it had lipstick on it. That's and, gross. I, and so she threw it in the bathtub and didn't use it. That's like drinking out of a water glass that has lipstick on it still. Exactly. And so I, you know, listen. I may not be uh, the easiest to please when it comes to certain things, but when you go to a hotel room, regardless of the fact that it's bit, it's got sperm from one end to the other on it, oh, everyone knows, I still expect the towels to be bleached clean after every use, you know? And if there's, if there's lipstick on it, that means that there's a situation. And so I'm not, I'm not impressed. You should have just had Daryl pay the extra $25 to go across town or whatever to the nicer place you know i would we would have except that because of this tournament and there was a college football game going on in santa clara oh daryl and i went down to the bar to get a cocktail so that malia could shower and not worry about dad being in the room or anything like right that. so we went downstairs of course we're tired but i'm like look just give her give her the 30 minutes or whatever so we ordered a cocktail and the carpet in the bar area was so dirty. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's food on, there's food particles, and this carpet has not been cleaned in I don't even know how long. And so I said, okay, well, obviously, uh, sanitation is not their 
their forte. Their strong suit. <laughs> they clearly don't give a shit. And so I don't know. It was fine. And so Daryl was like, hey, we've stayed in worse places. I'm like, yes, I'm aware. But that doesn't mean we have to accept dirt. Okay. There's literally French fries on the floor. This is a hotel. I mean, I don't know. This is not a bar or a dorm. Our house doesn't even have French fries on the floor. Come on. <laughs> God. So the next morning I wake up with a full-blown migraine. Daryl takes her to the competition at 8, comes back, and I slowly slug my way through getting ready. And we leave and we get there. And it is freezing, and of course, and there's rain coming. Oh, and so we, we, we have to park far away because there's like a million events going on. There's cheerleaders everywhere. I actually love cheer competitions. They're so exciting because everybody, I mean, if you've met a cheerleader for the most part, they have endless energy and they're, they're together with their friends. So it's like this giant slumber party, pre-slumber party where everyone's excited to be together. And so the energy is great and I love it. And so, uh, but I've had migraine. So it's like, would I look like an asshole if I sat here in this school gym with sunglasses on? (laughs) Because (laughs) I just can't, the the lights are so bright. So I'm already like, I'm in a good mood because I'm glad I'm there. Mm -hmm. And we only have a few more competitions before her cheer career is over and we're moving on to adulthood. So I'm really trying to enjoy as much as I can. And Daryl's so great. He just leaves me alone. He knows now not to bother me (laughs) when I'm in pain, which is so nice. And so we're just sitting there. So actually, we walk in. We see where our girls' backpacks are because they're warming up for their their competition. And so we're sitting where their backpacks are. And then once they get back, we'll move. But I, shockingly, don't like to sit with our parents. I don't really like them very much. I mean, there's a couple that I like, obviously. I've, there's, you know, there's a couple that I've known since their children were babies and stuff. So it's it's pleasant. But I have a migraine and I don't really want to be social because I don't feel very good. So I'm just sitting, Daryl and I are sitting in the thing. So this woman who I've never met, she's obviously a parent of one of the girls. She leans over and she goes, excuse me, but our girls are sitting there. So you don't really, you really can't sit there. And she doesn't know who we are because we don't socialize with the parents. And so Daryl goes, that's okay. We know we're parents. And she goes, yeah, but those are our girls. Like nobody's allowed to sit in these empty benches front and center of the mat because our girls' backpacks are there. So no one's allowed to sit there. And I turn and I said, yeah, I know these girls. I get it. I get what you're saying. And then someone leans over to her and she goes, those are our parents. They can sit there. They know. So she goes, oh, well, I guess it's okay for you to sit there. And I leaned over to her and I looked at her because we're obviously we're split. You know, we're on the other side of the, the stairs on the benches. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what the fuck? And so the girl, the woman that the mother I know, she looked at me. She's like, oh, my God. She's got this face like, she does not know who you are. (laughs) She does not want to do this. Jeez. I just sat there and I looked at the girl that I, the woman that I know. And I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. What is going on? And so I'm like, I've been here way too goddamn long doing this for you to tell me that I have permission to sit where my daughter's shit is. So everything goes as planned. Other parents come and sit where we are for other teams because it's a great spot. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, I go, yeah, you can sit here, but our girls are here. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I know. Our girls are performing. Like, I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit if you sit here. <laughs> so who cares? No one cares except for this person. So anyway, they competed. They did amazing. They came in second. Right. They would have won, except that apparently they're being super strict now because cheerleading is officially a sport. Mm-hmm. And so they have all these really strict rules about certain like pyramids and stunts and stuff. And apparently our girls did a pyramid with one less person at the bottom of it. And so they got docked six points, oh, which is a shit ton. That is a lot. It dropped them to second place. They were flawless. They would have beaten their division. So, you know, it's fine. So they sell a few uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts and I always try to get get Malia and all the girls I did this with all of them and Tyler when they compete in any kind of um, a competition or you know where there's a bunch they usually have a, a commemorative t-shirt uh-huh. they, so they had one so I went to buy Malia one and also got her a sweatshirt because it was freezing and the woman <laughs> the woman tried to cut me off in line to get in front of me to pay for her little t-shirt and she looks at me and she and she knows who I am now. Yeah. Look, I'm not one. I don't pull rank very often because I don't give I don't. It doesn't really matter to me. But, you know, Malia is the varsity captain. Yeah. Um, she's a four year and it means something. It does mean something. Her daughter's a freshman. And so she saw me and she tried to cut me off and I went, oh, well, pardon me. And she goes, I'm so sorry. She's like, I, I first I offend you by telling you you can't sit where our daughters are. And then I'm trying to cut you off in line. I'm so sorry. And I said, no, by all means, go in front of me. She goes, no, I just I can't. And I said, yeah, you can't go ahead. And so I said, I'm paying with a credit card anyway. So just, you know, whatever. And so she did. She literally touched my arm. She goes, I am so sorry. <laughs> and she walked away. And Daryl, Daryl goes. I think she knows who you are now. And oh I go, my I think, gosh. I think she does. I mean, first of all, when things like that happen, it's really nice. It feels really good to be, intimi- you know, to have someone intimidated or, I don't know, just change their attitude on you. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know. It's cool. I don't yeah. mind it. It feels good. It's like having your birthday celebrated on the actual day. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like, well, I, first of all, no hard feelings. I don't get none of it matters. It's so petty, you know, no, none of it matters, but it's nice. Now I hate her. So we can just move on with our lives. Yeah, but I mean, she's so far below, like Malia's going to be gone and she yeah. won't be where you are for three more years. Exactly. So. Exactly. So she'll, she'll earn the right to pull rank on some freshman mother who you know thinks she rules the world because her daughter's been cheering since she was five or something assuming she makes the team right Uh, you know what it's fine she well her daughter's good you know she's good but it it's just it's very rare anymore that people actually honor your hard work and time put into something you know everybody thinks they're the most important person and then when you when you are, I didn't even pull rank. I didn't do anything. I didn't be like, do you know who we are? Do you know who I am? You know, I didn't do any of that because I don't care. But others did. <laughs> well, so that's that, good. That made me laugh. So anyway, so, but they did do well and we were on our way home and uh, I woke up this morning and the migraine is gone and now my head is just sore. Yeah. Which I, I hate so much 
that part is almost the worst because I feel like is my head sore or, or do I still have it? It's so. kind of like when you cough a lot and then like your stomach's sore the next day. Paula Daryl is still coughing. Oh, God. And, you know, now he's doing this thing now where he coughs and sneezes at the same time. How can you cough and sneeze at the same time? <laughs> I don't know. It's horrible. And I'm just so unattracted to him right now. <laughs> well, you know what else is happening when he does that? Yes, I do. And I've thought about it many times. It's coming out of all holes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And what's funny is he gets so frustrated and angry with himself because he knows that I literally want to scream. <laughs> so he goes to another room and you can just see him standing there going, get it together, man. Get it together. <laughs> like, I don't even know how I'm sane because it is it is truly an aversion that I cannot get over. And even with my kids and stuff, I just... I, the coughing is just, I can't. And he's trying so hard. And I, I wish I even felt bad about it. I don't feel bad. I almost want to just say, just enough already. Just stop it. You know, get a humidifier. I don't know. Just something. Gosh, I, don't I know, wonder man. if there's anything that he could do. Time. Just time. He's like, you want to snuggle? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I want to be nowhere near you right now. God. But I do. But I still... I just, I, I'm just glad we're both not like that. It would be, it would be like being married to Stephanie if we were both this irritated over uncontrollable functions. Oh my God. Stephanie's just as, Stephanie's worse. I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how anyone's <laughs> married to Stephanie. <laughs> well, who was I telling? I think I was telling Malia because Daryl was like, oh, he's like, you, no, your mom hates it, hates coughing. And I go, I don't hate coughing in general. It's just when it's this rhythmic, like the dogs, some the dogs will bark like that sometime, and I'll just shut up, just shut up, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's like this rhythmic barking that doesn't stop. That kind of crap is what drives me nuts, and the coughing is kind of like that, especially when you're sick and you're recovering. Right. I said it comes from a long line of of people in our family who hate certain things for example our sister stephanie hates hearing people eat <laughs> hates it more than anyone i've ever met in my life if you walk past her and bite a spoon i think she would lose her mind if you're eating and your your teeth hit the utility you, you know the uh, the utensil spoon, yeah utensil or the fork she will go ape shit on you <laughs> and when we were kids she, we would, because God forbid, none of us could have the same cereal. We all had to have our own flavor. So we would have four boxes of cereal on the table. Why we ate breakfast together, it, it astonishes me to this day. But we did. And Stephanie would build a wall around herself so she couldn't see or hear anyone eating. A fortress, yes. She would threaten our sister Allison with with pain if she could if she's like if you bite your spoon one more time allison i'm gonna knock you out i mean threats i know and allison would be like oh. <laughs> she would try to eat without touching and then she'd do it that's it <laughs> it was like war at seven in the morning yeah there's uh, no explanation for that and like i said last week you might have been too little for this but stephanie and i would coach each other up on how to not be annoying when we coughed constantly <laughs> Like, I remember, like I said, you know, there were four of us. And so, as you understand, there's always someone sick. Yeah. No one's ever completely, no one's ever completely well. So there was always coughing. 
And I think I gave Stephanie a towel once. I said, here, this is your coughing towel. When you have to cough, just cough into this. Because it muffles the sound. It muffles the sound. That and might then, explain why I go into the bathroom and shut the door when I blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I can't. I have no memory of any of us blowing our nose in public or out in the living area. No. It was always in the bathroom. <laughs> Just like mom expected us to fart in the bathroom. <laughs> if that's something you have to do, you excuse yourself to the best room and you do it there. Yeah, we'd all run. <laughs> god and we listened that was the thing we never like didn't do it i think eventually we just learned to stifle them i can do it like a champ now my anal muscles are strong (laughs) i can hold anything if i have to that's true i mean maybe you too but i definitely can't uh anyway uh speaking of nothing let's move on to our hugly and awkward moments of the week doing a pet edition oh the reason i found some great stories and the reason it i thought about it is my my animals are bugging the crap out of me right now Mm -hmm. and it's because of the weather change they get weird when the seasons change one of our cats will not use the litter box she shits and poops in in the dining room and she does it Mm -hmm. regularly anyway but in the winter it gets worse she's like i'm not going out into the garage to do this it's too cold out there you know why don't you just put like a little litter box over there because we eat in that room (laughs) i'm just not doing it i refuse and listen you've you have suggested that option many times Mm -hmm. and if i did it i don't believe she'd use the litter box i really don't i don't believe it i just I hate it. Anyway, the dogs are dumb and weird. They're barking at everything. And when it's raining, I don't know. Well, your dogs don't go outside. They go out briefly and then they run back in. Our dogs will sit in the middle of the lawn in the rain and be poured on, even though they have the most glorious dog houses. Mm-hmm. Snuggly, warm dog houses with big, fluffy dog beds. They would rather sit in the rain, staring longingly into the window, making trying to make us feel bad. All right. Hugly and Awkward Moments Pet Edition. I found these two stories and I thought they were funny because it reminded me of something that would happen to us. I hope it never happens to us, actually. But this one is funny. It says, while everyone was enjoying fried turkey for Thanksgiving, Clyde, our 50-pound corgi, sauntered by the table and began projectile vomiting and shitting turkey oil all over the carpet and our guests. Oh, my God. He got into the turkey oil from the fryer. That It was... It was that so, could be really bad. It was so bad that everyone ran out of the house. The entire carpet had to be replaced and we never deep fried turkey again. Did they take the dog to the vet for God's sakes? I would assume. Yes, I would assume that they did. There were so many stories like this, Paula, about dogs ingesting something that they shouldn't have or shitting at the most inappropriate times. Because dogs are the worst. Although this one, this one I read, this uh, guy he had a cat. He goes, I forgot to tell her about the cat, but we were over. It was like one of our first dates, and we were sitting on my couch, and the cat came up, turned around, and took a dump on the girl's lap. (laughs) (laughs) That's a territory thing. (laughs) Oh, I would think so. (laughs) 
I would be out of my mind. I would be so furious. Like, well, I guess I should be going. Yeah, I'd be like, well, I think we know who's ruling the roost here, and it isn't you, for sure. Oh my god, and the guy's probably thinking like, well, there's goes my chances. Guess I'm not getting laid tonight. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Fluffy. Have a good night snuggling with your kitty. Ugh. Okay, and here's the last one. Finley was a beloved orange tabby who was missing. We hung up signs. We posted to our neighborhood Facebook page, local lost pet sites, scoured the neighborhood. But a week later, we got a call that we'd been dreading. An orange tabby had been found hit by a car. There was no collar, which our cat had. But then again, he had been missing for a week. So my husband went to ID the cat. And although we weren't sure, we assumed it was him because obviously he was dead and he'd been missing for a week. So he could have, you know, they don't look the same. Mm Mm-hmm. So we broke the news to our girls. We had a graveside ceremony in our backyard and began the public mourning of our little friend. A week later, a neighbor called and said she had my cat. I said, oh, you must be mistaken. We actually found our cat last week and he died. She said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I just called the number on his collar. And she so I ran like a lunatic to tell my daughter, Finley isn't dead. So we raced two blocks down and there he was, three pounds lighter, but certainly our boy. We hugged and declared it a Christmas miracle. (laughs) To this day, we have no idea whose cat is buried in our backyard. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) I know. They buried some roadkill and they had no idea what it was. It could have been anything. It was probably some stray, some flea-bitten mite (laughs) eating, you know, some rotten feral <laughs> you know worm pooping stray that they have in their backyard now Gross. <laughs> they're like, we have no idea but it reminded me of when we lost our dog taffy oh my god our dog was missing for three years we our lost dog- taffy for three years three years and i believe <sighs> we even had sasha and ebo by then and so i'll never forget we were on our way home from school And it was right at the corner of our house and mom pulled over and she rolled down the window and yelled, Taffy! And this giant furball looked up and ran toward us. And it was our dog, Taffy, that had been missing for three years. Although we did find that someone had been taking care of her for a while, which is why we never, we couldn't find her because there was no microchip back then. Right. And she was a mess. Remember what a mess she was? Like all of her teeth were rotten. And she hadn't yeah. been groomed in, well, obviously three years. And so she looked like a giant mop. Mop. I wonder if someone was, like, keeping her. I think so. I Or they, you know, it was one of those things where the dog was wandering around and people started giving it food and water. You know what I mean? Yeah. But never did anything else with the dog. And so after all was said and done, that dog lived to be 19. She wasn't the smartest dog. She was so sweet, though. I know. It had she the worst so... breath in the world. She really did. She really did. Getting licked by her was like a, oh. a death sentence. It was like somebody putting their butt on you. <laughs> it was the worst. It really was. She was the worst. We're like, oh, we love you, but no. I yeah, know. She was she a good was dog. So sweet. She was a good doggy for sure. Anyway, it's quite possibly yeah. one of the times I may have seen dad cry. He had to bury her. I know. Because she used to, remember, she would run after the car every time we left. She yeah. would get out somehow. She would get out from the backyard and chase after us. And then she'd run back. Yeah. That was a crazy animal. Yeah. Really weird. And then she chased after us and had a heart attack and died by the mailbox. <laughs> I know. And dad's all, oh, no. 
and then you had to bury. You're right. It was one of the few times. I've only seen Dad cry twice. That time and then the time our family friend, their son died. Those are the only two times. So. Oh, he, yeah. I was He has alive. a heart. Uh, you weren't. No, you were a baby. You were a baby. But yeah. So anyway, on that note, love your pets. <laughs> yes. Even when they do stuff like crap in your lap or projectile vomit things they shouldn't be eating. Yes, that is true. That I'm dying. For, I want a new cat so bad. Oh, I want a kitten. I asked Daryl, I'm like, how about if I just foster kittens? I'd be so good at it. He goes, JB, you have to give them back. I'm like, I will. He goes, you will not. We'll end up with six cats. I'm like, no, we won't. That's like being a foster parent. You wind up adopting them all and then you end up with seven <laughs> kids. Then you end up being Mia Farrow. <laughs> I no. just read a story about it yesterday. That's that Love That Matters website or whatever it's called. Yeah. And this woman, she... She had like twins and like, you know, two kids of her own and, you know, her life was in the shitter. And then the foster agency called and said, I have a baby that needs a home. So they took the baby in and then uh, the babies wound up having like twin sisters later. So they took the twins in and then they wound up having like, you know, seven kids or something like that. Oh, my God. And they couldn't be happier. Well, I mean, children are a blessing. Well, thank you for the ugly and awkward moments. Those were very funny. Yes. And Animals are always so fun. They are. So next time we will have our own ugly and awkward moments. If you have ugly and awkward moments, please send them to us. Um, yeah. You can send them to our Facebook page. Uh, just email them and we will read them on the air. We also encourage you to visit our UglyTruth.com page. And then click on the Amazon button or go to our lipandclip.com page and look at uh, some of the makeup and skincare sales that are going on there. It's uh, all shopping all time right now, people. It's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Chip, chop, chip. Time to uh, get your butt in gear and do Mm -hmm. some shopping. So we're going to have to talk about Christmas next week because um, I don't know if you've got your tree up yet. Do you have it up yet? No, and I'm not going to say a word because usually I'm the one that suggests we put the tree up and we decorate it and everything like that. So I want to see how long it actually goes before the tree goes up or if it even goes up. Good. I would do I would I would do that experiment all day long because I'm so sick and tired of being the cheerleader for everything. I don't blame you. I would be the same way. I'd be like, nope, I'm not saying anything. Oh, did you want Christmas presents this year? I'm sorry. Were we celebrating Christmas? My bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize because everything's just so done for everyone and apparently sick and tired of it i agree paula don't do anything (laughs) don't i wouldn't so i mean they they have christmas music like around them sometimes you know when it's on the tv ryan recorded a bunch of little movies that he likes and Mm. you know so i mean i think they're in the spirit but they just haven't noticed that we don't have a christmas tree so you know what paula don't do it sometimes the family needs a wake-up call i have done it and now you're doing it so it's time I think so. Teach some people a lesson. All right. I think so. So anyways, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. And we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.